here you think that um, sharing time with your kids and their social and emotional well-being is important. So I'm not going to read through these, but um, you know, as I parent and as I teach longer and longer, we see more um, anxiety in our kids, we see different behaviors in our kids, and um, that's just a little bit of what I'm going to talk about with you today. So I've been doing morning meetings, officially as morning meetings, maybe three or four years. And it really just started with one of those classes that was really hard. And late at night, I was kind of pulling my hair out and looking at things online, as one does late at night, right? Um, hard to manage, lots of emotions, lots of um, recess issues. Um, and so I was Googling, and I was looking things up, and I found this book. And I don't know if anyone is familiar with this book. It's a really great resource. Um, so it was mid-year. It was maybe this time of year. Kind of, you know, you have that time where you're like, this is my class and things are going awesome, or okay, now what am I gonna do? Um, so the year had started, and um, so I pulled out this book. Actually, I Amazon primed, two-day shipped, because <laughs> I really needed it. Um, and it's published by the Responsive Classroom folks, and it basically says that you gather up your kids in the morning, and you go through these four components. So you greet each other, you do sharing, you do a group activity, and you have a morning message. So I did that for the rest of that school year, and it went pretty well. If you're looking to start a morning meeting, it's an excellent resource because you open it, and it has a greeting that you can do with your kids. Right, you know, just scripted almost. Um, there's loads of stuff that goes with it out there, too. So it went really well. I knew it went well because Thursday mornings we had gym, and um, so we, I thought, well, we're just skip morning meeting and we'll just go straight to gym and then you know who's got the time we'll do our other stuff and the kids complained and I thought well there's something to this I think and then the more I thought about it I thought and this book is great I recommend it but I thought well I'm at a Christian school it should be not straight from this book I should be offering something different um, so the primary goal it says of this book think I got it off the back, is to give students a safe environment that provides a sense of trust, allows students to feel important, and encourages respectful learning, which is fabulous. But I thought, there's something more here. As right as what I'm doing feels, it could be different. So sort of adding to that, I started to think about why in my classroom um, a morning meeting was important. Um, and this is the anchor chart that I use. So why do we have a morning meeting? To show that everyone in our class is valuable. We are all children of the king and there's always room for our, everyone. And um, it was kind of funny because just Communities of Grace last week, we read that as a staff, um, written by Bruce Heckman. And he says, um, as Christ followers in a broken world, we work together to make it down here like it is up there. And like I said, we just read that as a staff, and I thought, oh man, like, that's what morning meeting is for my classroom. Trying to make a little part of my classroom like it is up there. Trying, right? 28-year-olds. Um, and God created us to be in community. So I've got this great book, fabulous, works well. What can I add? What can I do 
that um, makes it more in my classroom like it is up there. At the same time as I was doing that, I was taking one of those I Need Sketches ISD classes on um, literacy and on 21st century skills and came through or came across a lot of things about oracy, um, speaking and listening. So that really stuck with me too. And so over the past few years, this has been a very um, sort of growing organic thing in my classroom. Um, I was just talking to our school counselor since school started this year about talking here. And she said, well, do you know this book? <coughs> so in the last three weeks or so, I've been working through this book, which is another great resource. Also, I've, I'll put my email up again later, so if you want to email me and get the PowerPoint, I can send it to you. Um, another thing worth mentioning when I talk about um, morning meeting, and our school in particular, is that we have a really strong inclusion program. Um, and I'd say out of the last four years, I've had three inclusion kiddos in my classroom. Um, so when I talk about everyone having a place, um, that's a huge part of it for me and for our school culture. So I'm not going to read through these right now, but these are my components of morning meeting. Now, I don't do every single one every day. Um, and I'd say I'd probably take about a half an hour. And some days it's longer. Um, and that's from start to finish. So I'm just going to unpack some of these for you. And then I'll, if you have questions, you can ask questions. I can give some examples. Um, so for a long, long, long time, even when I started, I did morning work. Um, and then I have a new teaching partner in third grade this year. And she said, as we were setting up our room, she said, I'm thinking about doing morning bins. But I've never really heard of that. And she said, well, let me send you some information. So the idea of morning bins is that we get to work and we fill up our coffee cup and we use the bathroom and we say good morning to our friends. And um, we kind of ease into our day. And um, it really kind of provides that same experience for kids. Um, so we have all of these different, um, I'm not going to lie, I took them from my own children and brought them to school. Um, we have Play-Doh, we have some drawing stuff, we try to like keep rotating. Um, and I honestly, I was a little bit skeptical when we started because um, it kind of felt like centers, which is like little kid stuff and we're big kids in third grade. Um, it's been pretty fantastic. Um, we have rules, we have four kids to a tub, we have, you have to use the things appropriately, right? It's, it's very structured, and I'll tell how we choose later. Um, but watching my kids interact has been amazing. Um, they do things like, they were doing multiplication grouping one morning, a small group. They turned the Unifix cubes into currency. And this is 10 minutes. It's the first 10 minutes of our day. Um, and that's been a really powerful thing to watch them play. I've seen sides of my students I've never seen before. Um, and then while they're doing that, I'm greeting them. I'm taking attendance. I am being handed all the papers we're handed in our first 10 minutes of our day. Um, I'm answering the questions like at the bottom, right? Like, yes, we have gym today. And honestly, a lot of those questions I'm saying, you know what, we'll talk about that at morning meeting. 
we have a time to talk about that. Um, it's been a really positive six, eight weeks so far. Stay tuned. <laughs> so that's the first probably eight to ten minutes after our tardy bell. And then I use a five-minute song to transition. I have a YouTube playlist. Um, one of my girls said, I really like the um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow with the ukulele. I play that one a lot. Because it, it's about five minutes, so it's perfect. And one of my girls one day said, you should play that song, Mrs. Vantel. And I said, oh, because you like it? She said, no, you must. You play it all the time. <laughs> um, I have this rug that happens to be a circle. And um, we spend a lot of time at the beginning of the year circling up and practicing. Um, we sit like a mountain, like a mermaid or crisscross applesauce. And we, we practice. And we, we talk about how um, we're physically making room for other people with our bodies because they're important. You know, so it's, oh, here comes so-and-so. We better make room. They're part of our... Our group, we need, we need them as part of our circle. There's a lot of very intentional teaching, and honestly, we're doing sharing and circling like the first month of school. Um, and then we build on greeting each other. I try to get to the circle first, because I really want to set the tone for things as they come in. And as kids come to the circle, we, we look at the color of their eyes, and we greet them by name. And we talk about how it's important to smile, but not to be silly. Because if you're silly, people might not believe you, and that's not a kind thing to do. And then we do a lot of sharing at the beginning of the year. Lots and lots of, what's your favorite ice cream? What do you like to do at recess? Going around the circle, and everyone takes a turn. Um, I try to give it that question to them the day before for uh, a few reasons. One that I'm doing it this year is I have a kiddo who is um, nonverbal, and so his aide writes it in his um, notebook, and his mom answers. And then we can celebrate him, too, and what he loves. Um, we are practicing taking turns. We are practicing brevity, which is huge. Um, but I have two favorite kinds of ice cream. Wow, you're going to have to pick your favorite because we only are allowed to say one thing, right? So when we're talking about this time, it can seem really like kind of woo-woo feely, like there are no rules, but there's actually a lot of structure going into it. Um, so that is a lot of the beginning. Um, we do good news followed by a cheer. I'm not a very good cheerer, so that's a stretch for me, um, but important. Um, and then, just lately in my classroom, we've started giving and receiving compliments. Um, so we start talking about how it feels when you get a compliment, how it feels when you give a compliment. Um, and then we talk about when it's appropriate to ask to receive a compliment at our circle, and when it's appropriate to give a compliment, and how not everyone gets all, right, all these things. Not, we love joy, but we can't give joy all the compliments, right? Um, I always receive the first compliment because I clean my desk. And I say, look, I clean my desk. And they all say, yay, good job, Mrs. Vanton. Um, I have colored popsicle sticks. And I have five yellow ones and five purple ones. And I say, who would like to give a compliment this morning? 
take a purple cup, uh, popsicle stick, who would like to receive a compliment this morning. Once again, we don't do all these things every day. Did you hear Trish and Mary Jo talk about picture books this morning and chapter books? Um, classroom book a day, it's hashtag classroom book a day. There's a whole Facebook group about the power of sharing <laughs> a picture book a day with your class. Um, so it's something that we've done in third grade for a few years now. We always follow up our books with three questions. What did you notice? What does this book remind you of? And what do you wonder? Um, sometimes it's just a really fun, great book. Sometimes we just finished a series on um, active listening. And then we did a series of books um, just on kindness. So um, this has been something new. This I have something new to say, and I have something to add is something new that we added this year. And so it's been pretty great because so we asked these questions, and they all want to talk, right? They all notice something. Um, and then if they have something they want to add, they do the peace sign. And they say, I'd like to add on to what Allison said. She noticed the setting was blah, 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 right? And I noticed blah, 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 blah. So really practicing that listening to each other. Now what's fun is we started that at morning meeting, and my kids started doing it in science. So they're listening to each other in a different way. Um, I think, I mean, third grade in particular, kids probably all, it's hard to get them to listen to each other um, and truly listen and not just wait for their turn, right? So I just love, that's just been a really fun new thing that's been really cool to watch. And then we have a time to chat. Um, a big part of the time is there's things that I want to talk to them about, so I'm sliding it in there, um, and we'll talk about some of those in a minute. Um, but I do a lot with emotions and mindfulness. Um, so how are you feeling this morning as we start our day together? Put it by your chest. Can I do two hands? No, nope, just one. Think about how you're feeling the most this morning. Um, are you feeling angry? Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling excited? Then we talk a little bit about, like, it's Monday morning, Mrs. Vantel's tired, so I'm going to have to give myself a little pep talk in my head, because Mondays are a hard day. They're a long day. Or, boy, you sure are excited. You're going to have to tell yourself that, you know, we have a lot of school today, so you're going to have to take a couple deep breaths. Um, this is a Mindful Kids. It's a deck of cards. I just checked. It's on Amazon. I got it from Barefoot Books. But um, there's some great mindfulness activities there. Um, I had this past week a little birthday girl. She probably had the best birthday ever because her mom brought cupcakes, pixie sticks, and balloons. <laughs> and I happened to be out of the room um, and came back from a meeting and it was like you imagine. It was insane. And the poor aide who had been in there looked like she was hanging on by a thread. Um, and it wasn't morning meeting time. I said, go to the carpet. And they immediately sat in a circle. And um, we did a breathing exercise from this book, so, or from the cards. So what you do is you do the one, two, three, four, five, right, by your chest. How are you feeling today? 
All right, close your eyes, take a couple deep, deep breaths. We all breathe. They do, don't do it great the first time, right? It takes practice. Okay, all those feelings you have, take a deep breath in, and I want you to make fists so that you have all of those feelings in your hands. And then you breathe them out and you let them out. Breathe them in, and then you shoot them out like red lightning from your fingers. Open your eyes when you're ready to learn. And it was like, it was, it was cool to see because it had been such a circus. And we really were able to transition pretty well-ish after that. <laughs> like I said, we have a great inclusion program, a very um, well-attended inclusion program at our school. So our ESS coordinator came into my classroom. She said, I want to talk to you about circle of friends, right? Having an intentional group of friends for my inclusion student. I said, great, can you come to morning meeting? So she joined our circle and um, talked about circle of friends. Um, this is the idea where the child writes themselves in the middle. It's their family. It's their classmates and friends. And then it's the people um, like who are paid to help them, like with their doctor or their dentist. Am I getting it right? Um, and then just talking about how you have all those people in your life and intentional friendship. So I don't always do all this morning meeting stuff alone either, for sure. This book was new to me until recently, Strictly No Elephants, but it's about a, um, it's about a little, it's a girl who has an elephant. And she goes to be part of a um, pet club and they won't let her in. And it's very, very sad, of course, that she can't be in their club. But then she meets a little girl who's a skunk and they start their own club. <laughs> so um, our, we read that our school social worker had been in and was talking about, I, um, I feel statements. I feel sad when you won't play with me. Will you please ask me if I want to play next recess? So we celebrated the differences and read the Strictly No Elephants. And we um, practiced I, I feel statements. So we had all these different scenarios for the kids. And this one I did with my teaching partner. And then my probably my favorite part of having this routine in my classroom is that it gives us the space together to um, talk about things that are difficult, talk about things that are taboo, talk about things that need to come up. Um, 9-11 always ends up being a little bit longer. We read a 9-11 book. In the spring, we celebrate Autism Awareness and Down Syndrome Awareness Months, and I let the kids go around the circle and like kind of like open question forum. It's fascinating. And it's, um, they just have such good questions. Um, it, it's just really a place to create space. I don't really plan this very far out. It's kind of what comes up, and then um, we have this space together to talk about the things that are hard. And then at the end of the day, I ask for agenda items for the next day, which is hilarious. Um, and I say no a lot. <laughs> and I say, you can't have agenda items every day a lot, right? So, Yes, do you, 
Do the kids have voice? Absolutely. Does Susie Q get to run the show? No, she'd love to, but no. Um, so, and, you know, it's a great learning experience too. It gives me the opportunity when I get the email that says, please remind your students of the dress code, right? I write it on the agenda. And then they say, you know, Mrs. Mantil, can we add, try to think of what we've talked about. Everyone always uses a good seat during silent reading time. And I never get a chance. The boys get the good chairs, right? So then we have some time to talk about that as a class. Um, and sometimes I say, I'll think about it, and I hope you forget. <laughs> but you got to talk about it, right? Or, um, <laughs> or you know, they want to bring up they, lots of, like, could we go to the library extra, and they want to bring it up every day. And I say, no, remember we talked about that? I decided. So once again, it's not a free-for-all woo-woo, but um, it's sort of giving some illusions of voice and control sometimes. Um, so then we also choose our morning bins. So this is my pocket chart. I'm sorry, it's a very sad picture. Um, but it's pictures of what's in our morning bins, and then they have their, their names that they put in there. And that becomes part of our um, end of the day routine. And sometimes we don't have time in IPIC, which is great because then I can manipulate, I'm gonna use the word manipulate, like the groupings they're in, right? And who's with who, who gets what, all those things. And then that's also when I share the next day's question and um, give them time. I mean, it's really interesting because I was talking to our ESS teacher about the chart and sharing the question. She's like, well, that's universal design for learning, you know, right? You're sharing it, and everyone's going to appreciate having that question ahead of time. I said, oh, I guess it is. Um, we originally were letting our ESS students share with pictures, and then we're like, well, everyone should be able to do that. Um, it's been... I don't know, in, in my experience in my classroom, there are things that you do and you're like, that just feels so right. That just feels good. It feels like um, the way I should be doing things. And this has been my experience with this. It's not perfect. It's not um, perfected by any means and it's growing and changing. But um, it just, it feels right and I really feel like when I sit with my kids every morning in a circle, even when I know we're gonna have fire drill soon, right? <laughs> Report cards are due tomorrow, grades are due tomorrow, all those things. Um, it's taking the time to sit and look at my kids in the eye and just letting them know that we're here for each other. Um, and that's just been a very, very powerful thing. My phobia that I, besides my mouth, <laughs> was that it's just gonna be really short and it probably is, that's the formal presentation I have. I'm gonna put my email address up here and I can certainly open it up to questions too. If there's questions that everyone would benefit from hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, go ahead. When you talk about sharing a book, do yeah. you read them a book or if someone talks about a book they've read? No, that is, I'm sharing a picture book. I sit in the rocking chair. We fill, so we fill in, I say fill in the circle. They move to the middle of the rug, and I sit in the rocking chair, and I read a book <coughs> to them. Yeah. Yeah. For the bins, what are your rules? Like, do they have to do five different ones a week? Are they, do they have to all, like, what are your rules around that? Because 
I'm sure there are some that are more popular. Well, I shuffle the deck at the end of the day and I pass out the cards. Okay. And um, so then they pick in that order. Mm -hmm. We also pick, we mix up what we have out um, between Amanda and I. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but other than that, there's no rules. Now, I did have, I, we have that really nice, there's a picture somewhere of the, um, the tangrams. And they were playing hockey with the tangrams, and they were having a fabulous time. But I said, okay, you know, we are, we're going to use those the way they were meant to be used. So there's those kinds of rules, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I saw another hand. Yeah. Sorry, what was your time frame on, um, Oops. like, the whole morning meeting? Like, how much time do you do? So our school tardy bell rings at 8.35. So the kids come in right around 8.30. And we do the bins for about 10 minutes. And then we have our morning meeting till about 9. So all in all, it's about a half an hour. Yeah. I was going to show something, but I don't remember what. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Do you do your devotions after this? So I do devotions after sharing, between sharing and the book. And yes, thank you for mentioning that, because I never actually said that, and that is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're at Southwest Chicago School, and um, we are adopting the whole responsive classroom mm -hmm. approach. Yeah. The morning meeting is just one piece mm -hmm. of this, and it's, uh, my question is, does Westside Christian, do they, have they adopted the approach, or is it just new? No, no, not formally. And in fact, I started doing this kind of out of the need in my own classroom, and then sort of realized there was that whole world out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great uh, yeah. approach. Yeah. Because this is elementary, but there's a whole section for middle school. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, it aligns well with philosophy and who we are as a Christian school, and there's yeah. elements of, and we get back into it, but it's been yeah. a real powerful tool. Well, and it's very, it's very biblical, yep. and very um, giving the kids the words. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. So here's what I've noticed, is that they get into my room faster because they want that playtime. Um, if I have a kiddo who misses, for example, um, because they have a dentist appointment or something, they're usually saddest about missing the story, and um, I give them that to read during silent reading time. Yeah. And then we had to talk, we had to have an agenda item about how they shared those, because some kids weren't passing them around enough. Because then they all wanted to read them, right? So then you circle back and talk about that. Yeah. I don't fill them in so much on the, like, emotional stuff. And that's mostly just because we do it fairly often. So we kind of circle back with it. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned colored popsicle sticks. Yeah. Can you tell me different colors and what you use those for? So I use those for giving and receiving compliments. And I have five of each color. And as they arrive to the circle, I, if we're doing compliments that day, I say, would you like to receive a compliment? And if they'd like to receive it, a compliment, they get a purple. And if they want to give, it's a yellow. 
And it's really just a visual for me to see where they are. And so it doesn't become a compliment party, right? Yeah, Hannah. So you mentioned how you don't do every component every single yeah. day. Which components are every day, and which one, like, what would a typical day might, might look like? Yeah. Like, you know? So I, for sure, always, we do the morning bins, because that's just our morning routine. Um, devotions, a picture book. And then I fill in the sharing we do very consistently at the beginning of the year, because I want them to get it down. Um, and really, so they know as we are start to talk about more serious thing, we have, things, we have that um, groundwork laid. Um, but then I really interchange, you know, the chatting about things and the, and, and even the, the picture book. Some days it's not a discussion. Some days it is. It depends what we're reading. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. What's the favorite thing you did this summer? You know, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite ice cream? What's the best hot lunch? That kind of stuff. Um, really sort of your general getting to know each other. Um, sometimes we'll do what, what's, like what are your plans for the weekend? Or what did you do? Um, some of us were talking about that earlier though because you have to be careful that it doesn't turn into, I went to Sue's birthday party, right? And then five other little girls go, what? So I try to be careful with that kind of stuff um, and just keep it real. You know, and there's one answer. Yeah, Allison. Are your bins um, available for indoor recess? Yes. Are they? Yes. I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. And um, my, my colleague has her bins in one of those Ikea things with the slide out, and I'm really jealous that's on my list because mine are kind of a hot mess right now. <laughs> And yes, I'm finding Lincoln logs on my floor in the middle of the day all the time. Right? Anybody else? Please don't hesitate to contact me if you need anything. Most of these resources that I have, I tried to link as much as I could that I could. I noticed a couple this morning that I have to go back in, but a lot of it's just free, the posters and whatnot. So, yeah, thank you so much.